Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. Another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is my friend Lillian McDermott. Say hello, Lily. Hi, everybody. So thrilled to have you on my show. This I'm is to be here. This is kind of payback, right? <laughs> because I was on your show recently. Uh, you have a classroom. We won't even call it a show. No. It's a classroom, and something that I've really appreciated about your approach, Lily, is that you see everything that happens in life as, as part of a classroom. It, it's there to teach us something. And uh, we've had some other fun things that have come up in our conversation. I'll introduce that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Lily, can you share with our, our listeners today a little bit about you, your background. I know you come from, from a background of sales and marketing. You're also yeah. doing podcasting and life coaching. Um, tell us a little bit about you and what has brought you to this point. Oh, wow. Okay. So how long is this? Three hours? <laughs> I've no. got just under four hours for it. <laughs> okay. Under four hours. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Obviously, it'll be the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Um, because of an unfortunate event, and I will call it the housing crisis, because of the housing crisis, that got me out of the home where I was very comfortable. I raised four beautiful kids, and now it's time for me to just take a little bit of time off. And um, because of the housing crisis and having to shut down a business, and of course, life happens, it brought me back into the the field and i've always wanted to be a far uh, like a pharmacy rep but mm-hmm. i i wasn't pretty enough and i didn't have the education <clears throat> so to do something like that so i always wanted to go into marketing a uh, medical marketing and i i decided to go back into the work field and got the job that i wanted i looked it up showed up i didn't do at the time you know i i i, I don't believe in putting in a resume all over the over the internet and just ended up getting the job and that job led me to another one and I was in an imaging and one thing led to another and I started my own company, another unfortunate event that happened. And because of that, I started my own company and um, about a year into that, someone said, wow, you, I created a, 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 a marketing campaign for my, my clients, my doctors. Mm-hmm. And somebody said along the way, you should go on the radio to promote this. And so I said, okay, find me a radio station and I'll do it. Never done radio, never had a, any uh, idea to do it. Probably didn't even really expect that to happen. Now. I didn't even listen to talk radio. So that's, <laughs> and I said, well, you know, if it's going to help my clients, then let's do it. And I was interviewed for 30 minutes by the owner of the station. Mm-hmm. And after the interview, he came to me and said, wow, how long have you been doing radio? And I looked at my watch and I went, 30 minutes. And <laughs> that was the start of the Lillian McDermott radio show. Um, he, he brought me in and said, you know, if I gave you a show, what would it be on? And I would say, well, I said, not knowing that I was pitching a show, mm-hmm. um, he, I said, well, 
friendships are so important to me. Being a loyal friend, having a good friend. Mm -hmm. And when I was growing up, the one who spoke the loudest or who had the strongest opinion was the right one. They were the ones that was right. And right. Uh, so I wanted a respectful forum. I, I can't stand it when I hear people arguing about their differences. And I never realized how much it affected me until, you know, I find myself back at family reunions where, you know, whoever the, you know, the, whoever's the loudest or whatever, um, or if you had a difference of opinion, you were wrong. And, mm -hmm. I, and mm -hmm. it seemed like as I got older, I had a difference of opinion. And I was always wrong. Or it seemed like way, that way to me. And so I wanted something respectful. And that was in 2011. And here we are now. I believe that the, the show slash classroom was given to me to save my life. I've completely mm. changed everything about me. I've always been a positive thinker, but with a lot of gloom and doom uh. over my head. And I loved, if I was going to read, I was going to read about self-help books and I used it for others. And it came to a point in my life, I was about 47 at the time, 46, where I listened to this hole I had in my soul. It was a little pinhole. And once the opportunity was given to me, I took it and mm -hmm. I ran with it. And it completely changed my perspective. And here we are so many years later, I am not the person who was asked to start the show. And now it's, I'm a student of the classroom, just like anyone who watches um, on my Facebook page, mm -hmm. it's at Lillian's radio show. Uh, and it's, it's <clears throat> completely, and I believe that it's, it's saved my life. It really has saved my life. This journey that you're describing, Lily, is very familiar to me. Correct. Because we discover things in this classroom of life. Mm -hmm. We discover things that make a transformative difference in our own life. And, the, and it's a natural thing to want to then share that with other people. Sure. And what a privilege and blessing it is to have the microphone, to have the, the ability to, to share that with people that you can't even see. Uh, you and I have both been doing podcasting for a while now. And I have found this personally. Uh, I'm a student of the classroom as well. Yeah. And I think of this as my professional hobby sometimes where I get mm -hmm. to talk to amazing, inspiring people mm -hmm. and they share their wisdom and their brilliance with me. And then I share it with everyone else. And it's a, a beautiful process that happens. Lily, I want to, to focus in on something that you said. You've always been a positive person and it's easy to get sucked into negativity. It is. It really is. It, something that you shared with me that really lit me up, and I was talking to you about this uh, before we started the, re the recording today. Sometimes I'm accused of being pathologically positive, mm -hmm. and I just embrace that. That's the title of my book. I love your book. People say that I'm uh, Pollyanna-ish, you know, and and then they counter that with, "Well, I'm a realist." Will you share with our audience today what you told me about that? What's your response when people say, I'm a realist? Well, I am an equal opportunity. If you're going to go down the road of what could go wrong, then you owe it to yourself to look at what could go right. 
you know, why being a realist has to be what could go wrong. So I just created a meme and I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm sure you will. But um, I just created a meme and I think it's going to be going out pretty soon if Ashley hasn't posted it. Uh And it's like a pessimist thinks of what could go wrong. An optimist thinks of things that can go right. And a realist looks for solutions. So as a Mm. realist, I want to be part of the solution. And when you're looking at solutions and you're creating, you don't just look at all the stuff that goes wrong, but you could also look at the benefits. What are the prices? What are the costs? What are the, and so make it an equal opportunity so that now you have informed choice. You know, if I go down this path, these are the great things that could happen. These are the bad things that can happen. And I'll, and I'll give you, th- this came from a conversation I had with my daughter, Brittany. She is an amazing young woman who had just graduated with her uh, bachelor's, maybe it was her master's degree and she, or bachelor's degree. And she was offered an opportunity to go into uh, a different line of work. It was actually television advertising. And she had a a personnel, uh, a management kind of of background, Mm -hmm. um, human resources. And so she called me up after five different interviews, they offered her the job. And she goes, mommy, I need your help. I, I need to know, I don't know what to do. I'm excited, but I'm scared. And I said, well, tell me more, Brittany. Tell me why, what's going on. And so and she said, well, you know, we're just buying a house. What if I get this job and everything? And I mean, she went down the path that everything could go wrong. Yeah. And by the time she was done, I would have quit myself. And so I said, okay, let's stop. Let's stop. And let's go down the path that everything could go right. What, 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 what are the benefits? Even if you get fired at the end, let's talk about what could go right. And she started sharing, well, I I would learn a new field. I get a new trade. I would have a little bit more of a business side and how to market and advertising, which she's using right now, by the way. And by the time she was done with that, she she said, I'm doing it. I am excited about it. So she was, it was, it was like, you can get sucked into what could go wrong and never try. Or you can say, even if I fail, it is an opportunity for me to grow, learn something new and different. Right. Lillian, as you were sharing that, it occurred to me that we really stink at predicting the future. <laughs> right, exactly. In fact, I did one of my YouTube videos. I shot a whole new set this week uh, for my channel. And one of them has to do with this. I took a die, just it's from a pair of dice. Yes. Oh, that kind of day. Okay. I rolled it five times. Mm -hmm. And each time I predicted before I rolled it, what it would be. Mm -hmm. I got one. I got one. Yay. One out of five. And it's rare for me to get one if I roll it five times. You guys can try this if you're listening. Just just roll a die (laughs) and see how good you are at predicting. Now, when we predict that negative things are going to happen, and we're so sure that they will, Really? How good are you at predicting? Not very good. When when we come back from our break, Lily, I'd like to dig into this a little bit more because it's not, our life is not a game of chance. 
not determined by the roll of the dice. But a lot of things that happen are completely unpredictable and outside of our control. Mm Kind of like when you're rolling the dice. Mm -hmm. You don't have an ability really to accurately predict what's going to happen. What if I were to ask, how are you doing next week? Oh, wow. Yeah, just step into my crystal ball. You know, that's basically what we believe that we have this power. And, you know, we do have the power. If we think negative thoughts, things that are negative, because it's the thought first, then it's the feeling, and then it's the action, then we're going to promote a negative um, result. But if we're looking at what could go right, or if you're looking at, you know, that things are going well, and no matter what the outcome is, I'm going to learn and grow from it. When we have this spirit of gratitude, gratitude is the anecdote for negativity. Mm. You can't have a negative thought when you're smiling. Did you know that? (laughs) I've tried that. I love this. You've got something to do with what's coming. You can't predict all of the things that are outside of your control, but you've got something to do with it. As we come back from this break, Lily, let's dig into some of the principles that allow us to really become that equal opportunity realist. Does that sound good to you? I love it. I love it. Folks, this is Lillian McDermott today at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps To add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach.com forward slash webinar. And we're back. Lillian McDermott today at Live On Purpose Radio. She is the host of the Lillian McDermott Radio Show. Yay. And, and it's more recently been branded as a classroom because really that's what it is. As we get to learn from each other and from the amazing experiences that come up for us. Lily, during the break, we're doing a little Facebook Live while while we're having the podcast today. And you ran into some frustration or resistance in in terms of the technology that's <laughs> our little show here today and yeah. you had some interesting comments about that because somehow through your life you've learned that whatever it is even if it's painful or difficult or frustrating it's somehow perfect for you for this classroom that you're engaged in yeah. can you comment about that a little bit so I wrote an article, gosh, I, I, I used to write for Fuller Today, now I'm writing a book. And so I stopped writing for them so that I could focus on my writing. And um, But I wrote an article called, and, and people can find it at whenyouneedafriend.com. If they go to About Lily, all my articles that I've ever written are there. And the article is called Follow Your Yellow Brick Road. Follow your yellow brick. Everybody is on a journey. And I took the journey... And I compared it to the Wizard of Oz and how 
We, we all have the power within us all along, right? But we thought that somebody else had the power. In the storyline, Dorothy believed that the wizard had the power to help her. And so there was this journey that she went on and she was following the yellow brick road. But along the way, we have people come in and they leave and they come in. And each time that you fall off the yellow brick road, you find yourself getting back on the path a little bit quicker every time. Mm -hmm. And when you get to be my age, and I don't know how old you are, but when you get to be my age, you've gone through a lot of different, I've fallen off the path, I'm getting back on. This was not what I intended, I'm going to get back on. And then I wrote another article because, you know, and the way that the article ends is, you know, we have the power all along. We don't need permission to live our lives. And we don't need, whether it's a doctor telling you that you have a diagnosis or whether it's your, your DNA telling you that you're going to get diabetes or heart condition, which we know from doing, being a member of the classroom that we don't inherit our DNA as much as we inherit the family recipes. So those are the things that affect us the most. Then I learned that you know the more I resist something, the more it persists. Eckhart Tolle talks about this and all the great mm-hmm. thinkers talk about how when you go with the flow, and I wrote um, an article. I actually interviewed Diana Nyad. I don't know if you remember Diana Nyad, but she swam from oh, yes. Cuba to, to, <laughs> Florida. to Florida. And she tried, I think it was like seven times. Right. And she finally made it. And she put herself through a lot. And I remember being on vacation when I interviewed her and going into the water and knowing how when you go into the water, the water isn't stiff. It conforms to our body. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, being a student, um, when I got home, there was a leak in my roof. But it wasn't right there. It was way over there. And the water found its way to that little crack. Right. How does it do it? It's because it finds a way. It's looking right. for a way out. And so when we are experiencing life, and we start looking for solutions as opposed to, wow, this happened to me. Yeah, feel what happened. Don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. Embrace it as, okay, what am I going to learn here from this moment? And how can I use it, Romans 8, for the mm. greater good? Mm. So because I've bought into the fact that the universe is conspiring for me, And I believe that the guides and angels and saints and whoever is conspiring on my behalf, I I know I have a battalion of people. I am only one. But when you're helping me out and I'm helping you out, now we've got extra people. And when we start working and creating win-win in our life, things change. So I can be frustrated about what's happening or I can be like water, or I can get back on my yellow brick road. There are different ways that Mm -hmm. I can respond. Now, if I decide I'm going to brew and stew and and get upset, I can choose that too. But will that help me as much as going, whoop, I'm like Pac-Man, I got to go this way, or I got to go this way, and start munching my way through whatever it is that I want. Focus on the goal, no matter what happens in between, You stay and you adjust. You stay and you adjust. Or you figure out there's a new path that I need to go on. And if you look at it as curious, as a curious student, as opposed to critical, 
Mm-hmm. Life is a lot different. Right. These principles are so powerful in transforming our life. Yes. Let out with that today, Lily, how this has changed your life. And yes. that's why you're so passionate about helping others out with it. In becoming an equal opportunity realist. Yes. I think the thing we can absolutely predict is that stuff will happen. That's right. And we are going to die. Yeah. Sorry to burst that bubble, everybody. I know. Sorry. That's the end of the road. Yeah. Nobody gets out of this alive. And, and that's not bad news. It's simply what it is. It's the nature of our existence. Yes. So accepting that, you know, and some people who claim to be realists, they're like, well, it's, you know, it's all this doom and gloom, uh, very fateful, as opposed to accepting, oh, yeah, that's how it is. It is what it is. Yes. What am I going to do with this? And we start looking at the context of what's landed in our lap in terms of the classroom, as you pointed out, and a perfectly designed experience to lead us to wherever we get to go next. And that feels different. Just like sharing that story earlier about your daughter. Yeah, not only different, but it's new. And it maybe feels a little uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes part, once you take that first step, and one of my favorite quotes from the movie, uh, We Bought a Zoo, is it only oh. takes 20 seconds of courage to take the first step. Right. I can muster up 20 seconds of courage. And right. what, people, what people don't know about me, and I'm going to say it right now, and usually what follows what I say is laughter, but I'm serious about this. Um, when I tell you, I'm a shy person. Mm-hmm. And when, I, when they ask, say something about yourself, and I stand up and I say, I'm shy. And those who know me burst into laughter. <laughs> How can, Most like that. the Lillian McDermott radio That's show. That's right. Because I don't want, okay, so let me just, let me just put it this way. Let me tell you what I want. Mm. I want to make a difference. Right. So in order to make a difference, I need to show up. First, I start with making a difference in my own life because I cannot give you what I don't have. So I I need to start working on it. Even if I've not perfected it, the fact that I am working on it and I bring you along my journey, just like Dorothy did in The Wizard of Oz, and I bring you along and we all learn and grow together, that's what I'm excited about. Now, there are times where I get, I got to throw my little pity party. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to stump my and just throw my, my tantrum. There are times in my life that I have done that. And I continue to do that. But I catch myself and I go, this isn't serving anything. And it's ruining my immune system. Right. It's yeah. making me miserable. It's making everybody around me miserable. If I were a two-year-old that was laying on the ground, it would be acceptable maybe. But as a 56-year-old going forward and just like acting like a two-year-old, it doesn't make sense to me anymore. So mm. that shifting, part of the, the steps to become an equal opportunity realist is being able to shift. Being able to shift and say, okay, this isn't working right now. What would? Again, focusing on the solution. What yes. would? The tantrum simply 
steals your joy and annoys everybody else. Yes. And it's always an option. Sure. I heard uh, the former president of my alma mater university, Jeffrey R. Holland, said this, and I love this quote. He said, there is no circumstance that is so bad that complaining about it won't make it a little worse. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) And that is so true. Yeah. And like the belly aching is going to help. It doesn't. But you know what? We do. There's a time and place for everything. A time and place. We allow, we allow for whatever is happening. I'm not saying I'm going to ignore it and act like it didn't happen. Some of these things need to be addressed. And if we don't take it personal and we look at it from the outside and say, okay, how can I, if we just go a little bit higher and say, how can I see the bigger picture? Because maybe I'm too yes. close to it. And some of the, you know, like what I mentioned to you earlier you know, my journey started because of a crisis, a housing crisis mm. that cl- caused us to lose everything. But yes. did we? Did we lose everything? No, I still had my health. My husband and I stuck together. There were so many things, you know, we, we, our children are wonderful. We can still count our blessings and we can share in that space of tragedy and hope. They can still be in the same place that you are at without being a Pollyanna, which I think Pollyanna is beautiful. But there, there's a, but there's a but there's a time where where we have to look at the prices and the costs. Sure. And what if it does go wrong? Uh, Tim Ferriss has a great, he's got um, it's called um, a fear uh, fear setting. So it's called fear setting, oh. where you identify the fear and you work through it as if it's happened. How do you prevent it and how do you resolve it? And you work it through until you become an expert. Of, if this happens, then I've got it. I've got it. I'm down. I'm done. I'm done. But if what if the best case scenario happens and you say yes, you say yes to it, no matter what the fear is at that time, no matter what the fear, if you say yes, then now you have a new experience, a new adventure. Yes, it'll be different. Maybe it'll be scary, but it'll be, you can use words to also lift you up by saying instead of scary or fearful or anxiety, use different, new, exciting. Oh, I love that. It's inspiring. It's powerful. And not only that, it is psychologically sound. Yeah, I know. Thank you for the approval. I appreciate well, that. Pardon the shrink. I got the pee. I, uh, I might as well use it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Every fear is based in the belief that you can't handle something. When you answer the what if questions that come up Mm -hmm. in your mind and get to the solutions like you've just so skillfully Mm -hmm. illustrated for us, Lily, get to that point where, where your answer is, yeah, I've got that. I can handle it. Lily, you've got your show, the Lillian McDermott radio show. People can connect to that right here on Facebook. Yes. Uh, or I said right here because we are live streaming Facebook while we're recording the podcast. Yes. Where else can people connect to you and engage with your show or the, the coaching that you offer? Where do they go? They can go to whenyouneedafriend.com. Whenyouneedafriend.com. All one word. 
all you, one word, and that will take them to everywhere. It, there'll be little icons um, so they can like me, follow me, go to my YouTube channel. They can go to my Facebook page. Facebook is at Lillian's Radio Show. Uh, now, we didn't know this was going to become a classroom. And, you know, here we are on our eighth year. We can't change anything. But so we're, it's the Lillian McDermott Radio Show. And we, we changed the radio show to classroom. Out and said classroom. But, that's right. But, but at Lillian's Radio Show is my Facebook uh, area. And then also we have, you know, when they go to whenyouneedafriend.com, they can find everything there. Wonderful. Lily, thank, thank you, you so much for your contributions today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thank you. And thank you for the work you're doing. You really rock. And I appreciate you because you're trained, classically trained, mm-hmm. and you could go with that classic route, but you've gone on that yellow brick road and you found yourself thinking outside the box. So thank you for what mm. you do. Folks, you've heard it from the master of becoming an equal opportunity realist, Lillian McDermott. Uh, it's time now for all of us to go live on purpose.